The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered. Twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. You are not wrong to say wow you guys are on early what's up brigade how are you it is actually on the dot on the nose start time of 1 30 eastern time you might go why are these guys on time today more on that here in just one second dave sheriff and the book map brought the bostonian live on youtube live on twitter replayed on sirius xm and on sports grid television you may hear a leaf blower or two it's not me for the first time it's actually dave's leaf blowers for the first time how are you on so, this baseball Tuesday? I'm so annoyed with the leaf blowers. They've been blowing for an, half an hour. They're blowing the leaves <laughs> down the street. I don't know what they're doing, but we're good. We got a kid home from school sick today. Little kid, oh. say Kendall's hanging out. She's in the chat. Don't bury everybody in the chat, Kendall. I know you're here watching and you don't feel great, but enjoy the show. It's October. It's postseason mm. baseball. You mm. know what time it is. It's baseball, bro. I can't wait. And then we went and got this guy to come on. He said he'd come on. That's why we had to start the show right on time because he's got a hard out. Everything's punctual. This is good. It's good. Matty V. Vaskersian coming on the program here from MLB Network. He'll join yes. us in like three minutes. So stick yeah. around. We'll get his breakdown of everything happening today. Four games on the docket happening today. Four game ones. We're going to break down today. Get his thoughts. Got other things too going on. Baseball angels firing their manager. Got a new guy going in there. You wonder if yeah. Tani's going to have a say as to who the manager is going to be next year for the Los Angeles angels. Mm. We got attendance numbers that came out today for major league baseball. The A's did not draw a million fans. That's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Is it though? Yes, it is. You, you have 81 home games. They don't draw a million fans. That's incredible. That's Man. bought paid. That's not butts in seats. That's just paid tickets. They didn't have a million <laughs> ticket sales. It's unbelievable. Well, I mean, the fans can only speak back and not go into the games, right? They're not happy with the product. They don't go to the games. Yeah. Why would they go to the games? You go to the games to see the visiting teams. After a while, you don't even do that. So. I don't know. I mean, that's going to be the Vegas ace. Is that still going to happen? Like, we don't, I mean, wow. I think we draw a million. That vote happens in November, by the way. It gets you curious. Yeah. The, the votes, I mean, by all intents and purposes, that's going to pass. And it'll be official that the A's will be moving to Las Vegas. And where's wow. the ballpark going again? Like, um, I don't, nobody knows where that's it. That's not even important. It's crazy. <laughs> they stopped asking about that, whether they're going to have a team or not. I don't know. Oh yeah, that that conversation's been completely moved, you know, muted down by the F one conversation and the construction going on with F one and everything else going on around town. I oh. saw a really interesting video about what the paddock's going to look like for F one, and they are building a state of the art thing. It's enormous, the start finish line where they're doing it right off the strip. So that'll be a permanent structure, and I guess we all get to play with that during the off the off race time, right? right? 
you know, who knows? There's a lot of really wild things going on. Four games today, Dave. Which one are you the most excited about? Oh, man, that's like asking me which one's my favorite kid. <laughs> I really am excited to watch them all. They all have a little different, um, you know, twist to them. Right. I I think, I mean, because it's the last one, Miami and, and the Phillies. I mean, I got my guy, Norm, who's watching the show right now. He's going to the game. He's texting me that I talked to him last year before he went to every game, and they won every time I talked to him. So he's mad that I didn't answer the phone. I said, Norm, I'm doing this show. So he's dialed in watching the show. Normie, I love you. I'll okay. talk to you before. After we do the show, we got a meeting and all that other stuff. But what do you have a do you have one that you can't wait to watch more than the others? Marlins. Yeah. Marlins Phillies. I'm fired up. I'm on the dog. Let's go, Marlins. I'm all in. My National League team I want to win, not going to happen, but I would love to see the Marlins make the World Series. It would be insane. Uh Not going to happen, I know, but it would be insane. And then I got to go ahead and pull – a part of me is pulling for the Diamondbacks. I mean, there's so many Red Sox people who are part of that organization for the Diamondbacks that I would love to see Diamondbacks upset the Brewers. So those are the two teams I'm the most excited to watch today and see what they look like in the playoffs. There were some insane prices on that exacta today. Yeah on the world series exacto on the diamondbacks, like the diamondbacks Rangers is 450 to one <laughs> The diamondbacks. Blue Jays was 400 to one. Oh, the diamondbacks twins was 450 to one. Just get an, another round with that sweat would be fun. Right. And the Marlins, there was a couple five twenty fives, 525 to one. Okay. Zardo's beat them twice this season. I got a lot to say, but I don't want to make our guest wait because he's a very make Oh, no, he just ran. Okay, hold on. He just, he just got up. He had, to, he, had to go, he had to go do something real quick. He was grabbing okay. something. Okay, because I was always grabbing things. Look at this. He's pulling it on. He's bringing on. What is that? This is a team that too many people are sleeping on, Dave. This is still the road to the American League pennant still goes through the Space City, boys. I don't care that they, quote unquote, backed in at the last minute. You want to pitch to Jordan Alvarez and Jose Altuve in the postseason? Be my guest. He is Matt Muscurgeon for the MLB Network. I believe this is our first either green room or office interview. Matt, how are you? Welcome to BVB. You're very busy today. Thank you for coming on on all these big game ones for today. You know, look, I've been yanking Sherapan around for the last week and a half. To Damn right, you guys. <laughs> and it's not it's not for lack of interest. I can't wait to talk to you guys. Can I take a swing, by the way, at the uh, the last question that you posed there, Dave? Which Let's go. Which one? Let's Here's go. The, this is the one that I, and I just kind of researched my way into being very interested in this one. Blue Jays twins is the one that I can't wait oh. to sit down and watch for the for the following reasons. We know that the Twins are feast or famine lineup, right? They hit a ton of homers, not quite the Bomba squad of 2019, but the homer is still there. They strike out like crazy. They got Gosman on the mound in this game, who's got a strikeout prop set at a really interesting six and a half. And at first, you might think that number's a little low. It's Kevin Gosman, split finger fastball guy, American League strikeout leader, dot, 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 But know this, and, and again, this is stuff that I just stumbled on today. Kevin Gosman had four starts this year where he threw a hundred or more pitches and pitched less than six innings. So he had those right, those hardworking innings. Two of those were against the twins. 
I don't know if they have something on him. I don't know if they just uh, can battle the splitter better than other lineups. But, you know, Rocco Baldelli is going to have all of his left-handed power guys in there today. Uh, Kirilov, probably Walner. He's got Royce Lewis on the roster. There was some question as to whether or not he was ready. Polanco is going to play. Willie Castro is going to play. I got the Twins scoring some runs, not to mention it's hot, it's humid at Target Field. The ball goes to right field there anyway. Um, I know you can get Minnesota over a run and a half through the first five at a decent price. You get Minnesota's team total at three and a half. I think (laughs) there's some stuff in there that if I were a, uh, if I were sitting in your shoes, lads, as guys that don't have any skin in the game that can do this, pretty interesting game for me. Can I I push back? Yeah. Yeah. I want some pushback on that. Push so are you, so I guess it's not pushback on the twins team total but more. It's pushback on the twins who have lost 17 consecutive postseason games, which I still can't believe that actually that stat is true. No, 17 straight 18. is it's 18. What? It's, it's 18. 18. 18 straight. Yes. 18 straight. Yes. My good. Okay. Yes. Even worse. 18 straight losses for the twins. Yes. Lopez gave up 11 earned runs in his last three starts. He faced these guys. He, he won a game nine, seven against the blue Jays back in July are you okay with him on the mound and the Blue Jays not getting up to a fast start and scoring early? Uh, you know, I don't know that the Blue Jays are that the Twins win the game. I just okay. think that the market is looking at Gosman and his strikeout crown. They're looking at the fact that he ended the regular season with 14 and two thirds scoreless. And they're probably valuing that. And that's why they've put the Twins number a little lower than you'd find in another circumstance. So I, I think it's a number thing. I don't know that the I don't know the Twins win the series, but I, I the matchup today is fascinating. Here's another one. Here's another one for you. I'm pulling this out of my research notes. I love this. Uh, Kevin Gossman has a stolen base allowed percentage of 84. That is the second highest among all postseason pitchers. And the Twins have some guys that'll sneaky run. I mean, they don't they don't have burners, but they've got some guys that'll steal a base. I, I think Rocco Baldelli is going to be really interesting to watch. How quickly he goes to the bullpen here. His bullpen's ready too, by the way. That the Twins K rate in September was tied with the Rays for the best in baseball. They had a 30 plus percent K rate out of their bullpen in September. So once those bullpen gates swing open, the Rangers are in trouble. And I think Toronto's in trouble if they don't have a lead. Who's better than you? I mean, you come on and just <laughs> fire all this stuff. You really are the man. I mean, it, I, it, I'm so excited. No. I, I wrote a couple things down. I mean, 42 and 29 record after the all-star break for the twins. That's good. That's mm-hmm. the, that's only second, you know, behind Orioles and Rays. They're sleeping on the twins. Everybody is. Even the guys in the book, their prices on the exactors are absurd. I fall for the central teams every single year when I do this. Between them and the Brewers, Maddie. What is going on with the Brewers? Woodruff was almost in tears yesterday. Ah. I was crushing, and they moved all the numbers. All the guys in the book, I was at Circa this morning trying to get some exactas and stuff. All the Brewers' numbers went up, and all the Diamondbacks' numbers came down. It's not over. I mean, Burns is winning today, right? I mean, one would think because the Diamondbacks have Brandon fought on the mound to start a best-of-three quick series and they got a guy on the mound that gives up three plus homers per nine. Uh, and, and you know, the Brewers are not a big home run hitting team. I get that, but 
you know, be ready for that bullpen gate to swing open pretty quickly too. He might go twice through the order and then they're going to try to mix and match the rest of the day and get it to gallon tomorrow. But gallons, road ERA is twice of what it is when he's at Chase Field. So yes, they have their ace for game two, but he's, you know, not at peak power when he's away from his home ballpark. The Diamondbacks are not set up pitching wise the way they'd like to be just because of what they had to do to get in at the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, If they get to a third game, the calculus changes a little bit, but uh, that, you know, the only series that I think is I mean, look, what do I know? We don't know anything, right? But the only series that I feel pretty good about saying I could pick a winner on is the Rays beating the Rangers. Uh, The Rangers bullpen's a mess. Uh, How about this number? The Rangers are the first postseason team in the history of the sport to have a save percentage less than 50%. Wow. They blew more than they converted. Wow. And that had never happened for a postseason team. That's going to show up in the next two days, especially against a Rays bullpen that is on lockdown uh, right now. And every time of year when they get to the postseason, I like the Rays a lot. Um, yeah, every one of them is a fascinating talking point. And Maddie, I like you know. Look, the Marlins could they could punk the Phillies. That could happen. That mm-hmm. could happen. The Rangers bullpen gave up 198 home runs in the way. I know the Rays ended the year differently than they they began, but that is a home run ballpark. How do you feel about the over seven and a half for the Rangers and the Rays here with runs being scored in this one, mostly by Tampa Bay once they get to the bullpen? Mm, Man. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Glass now was a little clunky down the stretch, right? So Mm -hmm. there's some hope there that the Rangers might be able to score. I'd say that, um, once the starters exit, uh, especially once the left-hander exits for Texas, like, you know, that bullpen has been a gas can and that's where you might get to your number. Uh, maybe you want to wait and do it live, but, um, that's another fun one to watch, man. That's how we start our day today with that. What's the next month like for you? Because it is the most fun month for me and, you know, being out here, but I mean, you're there. You're watching all the games. The post-game stuff is electric. This is just the the meaningful pitches. Every single pitch means something. What's it like for you? Yeah, it's fun. I mean, um, I'm curious, too, this year because of the new clock, right? It it always has gone that once our game gets to the postseason, it slows down to a snail's pace. And I think it hurts the appeal of postseason baseball when the games are four hours long. Mm -hmm. They're going to be a little longer. Um, but not what we've seen in the past. You know, we had that uh, Seattle-Houston um, game on Wednesday, which which really put Seattle in a bad spot when they got thumped that day. And it played out like a postseason game. It was nearly four hours. You got mid-inning pitching changes. You got a lot of three and two counts. You're going to get that with Gosman um, and Glass now. Those games are going to be long today. But I, I don't know. I, I talk out of both sides of my mouth and and back one side or another until we we you know the sun sets today. I don't I don't I don't see a lot of runs in anything other than that Twins game today. Matt, do you think there is a real rivalry between the Astros and the Rangers, given what's going on in the media right now? How the Rangers backed unfortunately their way into the playoffs with not being getting the two seed in the bye. The Astros got it. Some of the comments that were said in the locker room by the Astro players. Is that real? Is that for like the next couple of years or Rangers, Rangers, Astros is something to watch. 
Yeah, maybe. I mean, they have that tired uh, silver boot series. You know, they were trying to make it like a college football rivalry where whoever wins the season series between the two teams gets the silver boot. Like, you know, I don't, I don't think anybody was really that into it. But when a beat writer makes a comment on Twitter and then the other team's president of baseball operations goes off about it, maybe there is some juice there. Maybe there is a little bit something going on there. And, you know, the Rangers, everybody else in the AL West says the same thing. They're tired of the Astros beating up on them. But there's a reason the Astros beat up on them. They're the best team. They've been the best team for the last number of years. I, I got the Astros out coming out of the American League. That's my horse there. That was I was going to ask you, we always forget about the teams that aren't playing these first couple days. And talking about the Astros, nobody's really, despite the fact that they are to one seed, giving the Orioles a chance. It's so bizarre. They're lower in the numbers than the other, I mean, behind the Astros. Rightly so. But do you think the Orioles, I mean, we've got a lot of people watching the show in Maryland. They've got a, some Oriole fans out here. They're giddy, Matt. They're giddy over this. Live? American League? No? <laughs> very live. No, very live. Look, I think part of the uh, part of the market uncertainty around the Orioles is, first of all, haven't been there and done that, right? It's right. all unproven. They don't have a whole lot of combined postseason at bats or innings and behind Braddish there's some question about how they're going to you know pitch the rest of the way um do you want Kyle Gibson in game two I you know there's some questions there you could have a big discussion on it but we've been kind of discounting the Orioles all year the same way and they ended up pitching fine and their bullpen was great they're going to miss Batista for sure but they didn't have him the last six weeks of the season anyway or four weeks whatever it was that he missed there's a lot of magic in that team that the sabermetricians and the numbers guys hate because they can't quantify it. Mm. You can't quantify how big Adley Rutschman's at-bats are with runners in scoring position. You can't quantify how well they match up with their outfielders or said Mullins having a big hit out of the number eight spot somehow. It, it's hard to get your hands around it, but they're real. Mm. You got to run, I know. So last one, you like the Astros, other side of the bracket, who is coming out of the National League. I'll give you a qualified, terrible take here. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, if the Phillies get past the Marlins, if, and that's an if, the Marlins could do it to them with two lefty starters. They could win both games and, and do it quickly. But if the Phillies get past that, I think the Phillies get back to the ball classic. Awesome stuff. Where can everyone watch you for today and throughout the playoffs? When are you on? Where can we watch your stuff? Uh, on Coming up shortly on MLB Network with uh, the great Al Leiter and the great Sean Casey. And uh, tomorrow, same time, same channel, midday, we'll kick off the morning games and uh, spew hot takes and give people bad advice. <laughs> Matt, thank you for doing this. I know you're super busy. We really appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank Good you, sir. You, guys. you got it, boys. See ya. All right. The see one ya. and the only Matt Rescurgeon joining us here from the MLB Network here on the Bustoni versus the book. That was a lot of fun to get him on the program. Let me do some quick little change around, switch Move around the boxes. Switcheroo, round we go, and we are good. That was awesome to get him on on to talk about everything. Literally in the green room before he goes out and does the show. Yeah, that was that yeah, was really tremendous. Uh, that was that was very cool to to have him be on and come on. So thank you for him to come on, and we got him out right on time, like we were supposed to. Excellent work. Always fun when you can get people in and out. I know how crazy things can be. Okay, so here is the bracket. In case you do not remember the bracket, this is today, starting today. 
four games, four versus five, three versus six. Astros, Orioles, Braves, Dodgers are buys. Dave, how many of these series, four of them, how many of them will see a third game in your mind? Mm. Three. Wow. That many. Yeah. Okay. I, I think, I, I think so. I, I mean, what series is going to win two in a row? The only one, one I, I really think was te- Texas Tampa. If, they, if, te- if Texas loses today, I think they lose tomorrow, but they could split that. Mm-hmm. Miami and Philly. Um, I mean, he said it, I, that could go two Oh, we either way. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I don't think it does. Right. I think that one's headed for three. Toronto, Minnesota. Throw your hands up. I really like that. That's the one that I just, I guess. And if Burns wins today, easy. It ain't going to be easy tomorrow. I don't even know who they're starting. They don't know who they're starting. Right. They, they haven't said yeah. whether they're going to throw Peralta or not. So I don't know. I, I, uh, I was looking at that. I stopped on the way home at the, at the Fay mm. and was I grabbed the sheet. I don't I didn't bring it over with me right now for the uh exact series result bets. 2-1 in almost um every series was 350 or more. Hmm. Okay. I think the theory is home teams have a big advantage in this best of 3 series. Do you think they do? I don't know. I mean, again, this is all so new. I I don't know what to make of home field here. I don't know what to make of, you know, the Marlins have been playing playoff baseball for a month. They've been battling. The Phillies have been pretty much, they, they've known they're in for a long time. They, they've been just playing baseball, knowing they're not catching the Braves. They haven't had to push. They haven't had to scoreboard watch. Phillies have been pretty much just, you know, kind of not coasting, but just playing different type of baseball games than what the Marlins have been playing. So I don't know. The Marlins are not, they're much better at home, but the Marlins are unbelievable in one run games. And they won the season series against the Phillies seven to six four one run games that they won in uh, of those seven. And they just, I think they are more battle tested. So I don't think it matters for the, for the Marlins that they're on the road. I'm not sure it matters for the twin for, for the blue Jays that they're on the road. I mean, I, I think the twins until they win a playoff game, I'm not backing the twins. Like, I'm 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 backing the Blue Jays today, and I and I think the Blue Jays have a chance to score. That game could go over as well. I mean, I think Milwaukee wins today. Uh, you know, I don't know what to make of the lineup for Milwaukee against Arizona if they don't score today, because they should score today. Because Fought should get hit hard by Milwaukee today. But if he doesn't, I don't know. That could be interesting. Diamondbacks win that series 2-0. It's it's very possible. I got all the numbers here because I knew we were having Matty V on, and I didn't want to um, him to completely embarrass me. He's, he's just so good at the job, and you know he's constantly doing this stuff. But uh, Zach Wheeler made six starts during the postseason run last year for the Phillies. They won three of his first four. He was one and one with a one point seven eighty RA before he lost the World Series games. He's ten and four. With a 2.48 ERA in 22 career starts against Miami, that's 141 innings. He's 10 and four. Lazardo, on the other hand, three and 3.26 ERA in five career starts against the Phillies, and two and this year, and 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 two of them this, this year, year, 12 and a third, five runs, 
3.65 ERA this year. Phillies, 30 and 21 when facing left-handed starting pitcher this season. That's good. I thought they were 500. So when I saw that, I was like, oh. And then the note that they put, this is all from MLB Network Research Team. They, they did an unbelievable job and sent it to me today. Uh, Schwarber's 15 homers versus lefties trailed only Francisco Lindor mm. in cross baseball. Lindor had 16. Schwarber had 15. Maybe him live to hit a home run today. Home run prop, you know, was probably worth a stab. He's hitting leadoff. If he gets to the bullpen, though, you know why the Marlins made the playoffs. Their bullpen was a disaster. They did win a lot of one-run games. They traded for David Robertson, and it didn't work. Mm-mm. Marlins closer Tanner Scott, .99 ERA. That's three earned at 27 and a third in 24 appearances since the beginning of August. He was Phillies awesome. better be winning before it gets to that point. I'm telling you right now because he's probably lights out. Yeah, I, I like the Marlins today. I, I, I think the Rangers are going to have to score their way to get, and that's why I don't think they're going to win. I just didn't, didn't, I didn't love the price on the raise today. I mean, would you lay 150 on Tampa here? I have not yet. Uh, and the reason I did not was because of this number. The Rays are 53 and 28 in home games this season. That's tied with the Dodgers for the best at Major League Baseball. But. The Rays have lost six of Glasnow's nine career postseason starts. And he's got almost a six ERA in those starts. And that's why I bet the over. Rangers offense led the American League with 888 runs. And they hit 233 home runs, which tied the Twins for the most in the American League. And the Rays are the number one team at home this year to the over. 51, 28, and 2. Huge move to the under that game right now, yep. too. It's all coming on that. I'm fine with it. I I, I I get why. Huge steam to the under. I don't fully understand I don't get it, it. Nor do I. I it, opened, it. it opened at eight. It's down to seven and a half. That's when I bet it over at seven and a half. And I get playoff games are playoff games, and three, two baseball games happen. But that Rangers bullpen has a 4.28 ERA. 198 home runs given up in a ballpark that gives up home runs. Yeah. I, you can bet the under if you want in this game to say it's a playoff game, sure. But I, uh, no way, man. Not with that bullpen, not with Glasnow's history in the postseason, and not with the Rangers knowing they must score to to win. I mean, they're not. Right. I don't see the Rangers winning a four, you know, four two three two baseball game. I just don't. <sighs> I like the total. I think better than the side. For game one, yeah, I want to see it. That's why I bet the over. I, I bet the over more just to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Just because Glasnow could give up two or three runs easy. And then we could see five runs given up by the Rangers. Five, six runs. You know, six, three final, five, three final, somewhere in that range. I don't think it's going to be like a seven to one blowout. I, I, I don't see Tampa destroying the Rangers today, but we'll see, I guess. Yeah, I'm looking for I had a stat written down for the... Uh... For the race bullpen. It's good. It's really good. (laughs) Can't remember what it was. If they have a lead. I mean, if if it's like three to one going into the sixth inning, it's a wrap in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, you can live bet it. I mean, that's one way. I think a lot of these games are going to give you a lot of live betting opportunities to say, all right, this, you know, granted postseason baseball is different than every other, you know, game played so far this season. But 
generally speaking, the numbers are there. You have enough data to go ahead and and make some pretty educated guesses for bets as to yeah. what's going to as to what's going to happen. Phillies are one fifty as well. I got one. I got plus one thirty nine last night on Miami. Yep. <laughs> It was not directly a numbers play for me, but I think these teams are closer than the, than this number. I think this is a closer game than minus one fifty. I think this is my favorite total play of the night, and Under. I can't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's. I think I like the Mar- uh, Marlins aren't scoring a lot of runs. I mean, if the Phillies score, no. game's over. I mean, four runs is kind of like first team to four might win this game. That's probably the final max. Four, four three, three, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in that. And you can bet. I mean, I thought about betting the revert the, the run line for the for the Marlins and take the plus one and a half, but it's too expensive. I mean, it's you know, it's plus I think, I think it's minus one fifty or minus one sixty to take the run and a half. It's not bad either. But it's expensive though. I mean, it's it's it gives you, I mean, if you want to lay the juice on the Phillies minus 150, you might feel better about taking the run and a half on the on the on the Marlins at minus 160. Uh, we'll ask the crowd, guys, you know, like, subscribe, all that stuff on the show. Who do you well, let's do the total first. Over or under seven and a half in the Phillies in Miami. I think we get a lot of underplay. And not that that's wrong. I just think the boys in the chat and the girls, I Kendall, it's Miami here. I mean, it's 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 Miami. I, I think you have to go with Miami. I think you have to do that. Yeah, <laughs> Mikey also Matty Verscursion's coat rack is like Dave's hat rack. <laughs> yeah, it was way more organized. I got to get my I got to get my shit working. It was phenomenal. Hell, I, he he had it all neatly aligned. Yeah, there's no question. The guys, like when you do a show with him. Mm-hmm. And you, you do like the just the prep before you get you sign in early and you just go back and forth. You want to talk about a pro? It was so easy. I'm like, this is great. You know, I mean, it's just like you. You 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 got the rundown, everything lined up. He's got it all teed up. I'm going to do this, this, this. Okay, you know. And then he's asking me on a commercial breaks. What do you think about this? What do you think about this? I know he's looking at stuff all the time, but. He's so busy. I mean, you know, he's doing games, play by play, sometimes traveling, sometimes not. So they do that remote studio thing. It's impossible to keep track of stuff. So, wow, we got a lot of unders in the chat. Makes sense. Let's play baseball. Under to under to under to under to <laughs> ODU how, under. <laughs> how about this line shift? This totally flipped. What? Minnesota was favored last night. Toronto's now favored. Where's Toronto favored? I saw I saw it today. Am no, I wrong? There's, there's just they're not favored anywhere. Really? Yeah. Hold on. I must have misread. Did I misread that? I swore mm, I read that. I was like, how did that flip? Because I got even money last night. Oh. On on Toronto. Yeah, that's what it is now. Plus 105, plus plus 110, depending on where you do it. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's the, the, the best, the, the worst odds South points at minus minus one twelve right now, plus one Oh two. It opened at one fifteen. Okay. So I'll flip that on that. But what, what do you make of this game? 
eight, it's 18. It's not 17 straight. I swear I read 17 straight last night. It's 18, uh, it's 18 straight playoff losses. Yeah, they can't. I mean, it's that's what they sent me. Incredible. Minnesota's lost each of his last 18 postseason games dating back to game two of the 2004 ALDS. <laughs> that's a record across the four major North American pros. You want to bet the twins today? I mean, come I on. I don't. You cannot bet the Twins today. You can't bet the Twins today. Not with that number hanging. Forget uh, that's, it. I mean, it doesn't mean anything. It, does, it means – oh, wait a minute. We're baseball fans. It means something. It means nothing to the oh, game. Oh, it means everything to me. It means everything. I think it means a ton. I'm not betting it blindly for that reason, but I think if there's a coin flip situation, I'm going with Toronto. Baseball gods don't like the Twins. <laughs> okay. So here, let's cancel <laughs> that out with this. <laughs> Toronto hasn't won a postseason game since the 2016 ALCS. That's okay. That was, they were swept in wildcard series in both 2020 and 2022. One game. Those are one gamers. No, they weren't. They were three games. Last year was three games. They lost. They were up eight to one. Remember, Cam was at that game. Cam still talks about going home on the train <laughs> and that little kid it's in right. a puddle it's crying. Going, Why do we root for these teams? Oh, I like Toronto today. Give me the give me the Blue Jays. 16 and 15 in Gossman starts this year. I couldn't believe that number. I thought zero won a lot more. Zero earned runs in his last two starts, both against the Yankees, unfortunately, but still. Right. He's been throwing well. 3.27 ERA on the road, posing batting average to 239. He did beat the Twins in July. But again, it's a fade on Lopez for me more than it's a play on Gosman. I think Lopez gets hit today. <sighs> 11 earned his last three starts. He's not exactly throwing the ball well. Who has, in your opinion, who has the better lineup, the Twins or the Blue Jays? Well, there's all these question marks for uh, health wise. Twins. Carlos Correa hasn't played since September 18th, right? Due to plantar fasciitis. Royce Lewis hasn't played since September 19th due to a strained hamstring. Supposed to be expected to be ready for the postseason. Byron Buxton hasn't played since August 1st because of his strained hamstring. Uh, He may not even play. And then Jorge Polanco sat out the last two games after leaving Friday's game in Colorado with soreness in his right ankle. You want back the Twins? (laughs) Go ahead. Back the Twins. I want no part of it. I think that game goes under. I like in in order of on the rotation. Scares me. Texas, Tampa over. Miami, Philly under. Yeah. Toronto, Minnesota under. Okay. And Arizona, Milwaukee. I don't know the total. The moves to the over. The money's coming on the over in this game because of fought. Arizona's 4.48 team RA is the highest of any team in a postseason field. I'm like, not comfortable in this game. I'm not, I have nothing on this game. I, I got to watch this. I already have two sides. I bet that I bet plus 154 on the Diamondbacks. I've got the 21 to one play on the Brewers. I, I'm watching this. I'm going to let this kind of slide for a second. Can put this one in the chat right now too. Arizona, Milwaukee, boys and girls, who you got? Just the winner of the game. Burns and the fought. Totals eight. How about this? <laughs> I didn't realize 
uh, Burns threw two starts against Arizona this year. First one, eight scoreless, no walks. That was in April. Okay. Came came back in June, matched a career high, seven runs allowed over five innings and a 9-1 defeat. Okay. That is – that right there, I read that, and I'm like, yeah. which one are we getting? It could be either or, although the Diamondbacks literally are limping into the game. Mm-hmm. Like that just – they won their spot back into it because the Cubs couldn't win a game. They had to play the Astros all weekend. They didn't score no runs. Sunday, they mailed it in and said, everybody rest. You know, everyone else get out there. Go party in the pool. It's Milwaukee, 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 Milwaukee. And the chat. Yeah, there's no no one reaching out for the Diamondbacks. I'm pulling for them, though. I would love to see the D-backs win. I would love to see the Marlins win. Those are those are two teams I would love. You and me both, man. Them exactas will get real interesting. If they, if they come out. Yeah. So I don't, I look, I'm going to, I'll say this before the playoffs begin. I think we're seeing chalk at the end. Yep. It's either it's Dodgers, Braves, Astros. it's Braves, Astros or Braves Orioles. One of the two. I, mm. I think there's a lot of fun stories, but I think at the end of the day, I think that's who we're seeing. I think we're, I think we're, we're going to wind up seeing chalk here for a lot of these. When did the exactus come down by the way? So I was going back and forth with Benson last night, and then I asked at the counter today. Still can't get a definitive answer. Okay. They're up every day at Caesars, so and they'll you rotate can bet them. They'll they'll adjust them. That's what they did last year. That oh, resulted good. in me going through like a tank of gas going there every day, because if Milwaukee beats Arizona today, those numbers on Arizona will get even bigger. You know, they slide them up because now you're you're facing elimination. It's a fun thing to do is adjust them. It's a real labor of love because you don't get no extra when you got to do that and everything okay. else in the book. But Circa told me the plan is put them up until the game start today. Keep them down until all the series are final. Oh, and wow. Put them back up. Readjust. Re- it, oh wow! Okay. Take all the bets. Whereas Caesar's, Caesar's is not do them daily. Adjust them. Which book do you go to for Caesar's here in town? I mean, do you go all the way down? You don't go all the way to strip, do you? No, um, Arizona Charlie's. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That's yeah, that's, that's all. A, everything that was William. William Hill is now Arizona Charlie's. So flip. Okay, is it branded Caesar's or is it branded William Hill? It says William Hill powered by so, Caesar's or yeah. Caesar's powered by William Hill or something. <laughs> I don't, I don't know who powers who. In Arizona, Charlie's. <laughs> uh, great. You go to the counter. At, a, at a former station's casino. That's great. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's uh, Yeah. And and who knows what it'll be like next year. Right. But, All right. Uh, that, that, that's good. Because I, I, I think I'm going to go do that. I, 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 I did this last year with hockey and it ended up burning me. And I'm, I'm probably going to kick myself again for not doing it. But I want to do the exact this. But I want... I can't figure out if I want to wait. I think I want to take three or four positions now and then wait until after the first round and then come back in with more significant wagers. Once we see the wild, once the wild card game, like once we're down to eight teams, have a better yeah. idea of like, all right. Yep. Cause I do, I mean, I, I, I can't get past the fact that I can't see the Braves losing. Right. I just, I just, I can't. So I want to go buy the Braves tickets today 
because I don't think the Braves tickets are going to get better in price. They're going to get worse in price. <laughs> so take Braves against a couple of long shots, you know, take well, the I Braves. mean, the Braves, Orioles, and the Braves, um, Astros aren't going to change. So you what only about Braves, have to get, what about Braves, Tampa? Well, it's 20 to one approximately right now. Yeah. I want that ticket. If they get, if they get there, if the, if the Rays beat them, it's only going to drop to 18 or, or something. It won't, it won't, it won't get adjusted much. What do you mean? What do you mean? If it they won't come off? down. Like you, you, you want to get it today. That's fine. You won't be able to get it today because we're on the air and you're going to miss it. So yeah, you're but, get it tomorrow. but Caesar's tomorrow. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. I can get it tomorrow or I can yeah. get it the next day. If Caesar's is going to keep it, keep it up. It's not going to change game to game for that. Yeah. Attack, right. Yeah. That's what they do. That's what I said. I know, but, ch- but will that game change dramatically? Like Tampa, like if Tampa wins today, right? What's their tamp? What's the exact price? Do you think to be Tampa against the, against the Braves? Braves defeat Braves. Uh, was twenty eight to one this morning. So then, what would it be tomorrow if they win? Braves defeat Braves would be twenty five. Yeah, so it's not dramatically different. No, it's not going to be dramatically different. No. So that's what they advance. Do it before they advance in a series. Yes, that's what I want. Yes, it'll be chalk. Yeah, I want that. Just looking at it, just as terms like. I have, I mean, I just can't, I want to buy the Braves tickets against some of the longer shot American league and not, not Astros and not, uh, and not the Orioles and then right. do, do Rays. And then, I mean, I don't know, I, I guess by Toronto, I can't see Toronto going far, but maybe Toronto, what's, what's Toronto over to Atlanta? Uh, 40 to one. Huh, okay. <laughs> so grab those because i don't think the price is like what's orioles braves today uh 18 orioles will braves 18 to 1 18 at one place and 16 at another will that change much orioles braves isn't going to change at all they're not playing yeah, right yeah. so i mean i mean no i mean as the series goes on i mean like what do you think as we get deeper into the playoffs after the first round if Baltimore wins and Baltimore's in the ALCS, what's that price go to? Half. Okay. So maybe, it, maybe it is worth buying. I can't believe I, I can't believe how low the Houston prices are comparatively. There's a uh, well because the guys at one book think Houston's going to the World Series, and the guys at the champs. other book don't. But they're the defending champs. I mean, I know, but you can see the drastic difference. Like the prices at Circa, yeah, they're kind of either in with Houston or they think Houston's going to get there. Which, if you have a position for the futures as a book and it's Houston, you ride that thing. Like we did that the year, I think it was twenty nineteen. It was it was good. Like you know, and that's when Mattress Mac like flew in and wanted to bet it with us, and we were like. Dude, we're not giving you $2 million on the Astros to win. We've been working all season to eat this. We're not giving you the money. We're just, you know, you can bet the limit. We'll give you twice the limit. And he was not interested, but you can tell they need it. That's why the prices for the Astros and the Orioles, surprisingly, like are noticeably higher at Caesars and William Hill versus Circa. And that's usually not the case. Interesting. 
I <laughs> look I, watching the Braves, what they do well up against the teams they're going to face. I can't see them losing. Like I, I just, I mean, I mean, if you look at the bracket as, as to how the Braves are going to come out here, the Braves are going to face the winner of the Marlins to the Phillies. And you yeah. could say, okay, the Phillies might be able to get past them because, you know, experience, blah, blah, blah. I don't like that Phillies bullpen and I don't like up against the Braves and, and the Braves have home field. And I think it's, you know, Atlanta and then they last get, year they did. And that's even more motivation for Atlanta to win this year. I think Atlanta's better this year than they were last year. Right. And then what the Dodgers are going to beat the Braves. No, they're not. Why not? They're pitching staff. I can't back. I can't back them at all. I don't buy. I'm not buying the Dodgers. It could be the Brewers. The Brewers could beat the Dodgers. And so like, I don't know. It's I need, I need seven wins for the Braves to make the world series. Right. I just, I, that's all I need. I need seven wins from a team top to bottom who hit more home runs in their, in their history. Oh yeah. They're, 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 with Acuna, who's doing incredible things with Olsen, who's doing amazing things. And with pitchers that could just go and give up three runs in six innings. And they know they're good. Cause that lineup's going to give them four to five runs every time they play at home. Yeah. It's like trying to beat a three to one in a horse race. You know, like you know, the, the horse is even two to one. Like it's a big favorite, and I'm not a horse guy, so I'm just as <laughs> a horse analogy. Right. I'm definitely not a horse guy. We got horse guys in the in the chat. Um, I don't want to say it's the Braves to lose. It's it baseball. is the Braves to lose. It's baseball, but it's the Braves to lose. Is given where they are, their pedigree. They've got guys who know what it means to win and how to win. They know how tough it is in the playoffs. They're not going to be caught flat footed. They're not going to be like, you know, starry eyed and be like just being happy to be in the tournament. No, they're here to win the thing. Like, that's my worry about the Orioles. Like, I, I'm worried about are they, you know, where they want to win. Do they know how to win? I'm not sure they do. 100 games. Yeah. In the regular season. Yippee. None of these guys have any playoff experience. They don't make they if they play the same way. And again, it changes a little bit, but it's still just baseball. They don't make mistakes. They're one of the best, if not the best, base running team in baseball. They get extra bases and steals, and, I mean, they put pressure on. They don't make errors either. They're mm-hmm. tremendous at fielding the baseball. I I think the, the Orioles, despite the fact that, yes, Starting no pitching. playoff experience, Starting pitching. The second, the third starter going to be going to be interesting. But if they I mean, can piece together a bullpen game behind it, get him through the order twice, we'll see. I wish Batista was healthy. If you if 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 they had a guy in the back end of the bullpen who could come out and throw 100 miles per hour, it would be. I'd feel much better about the Orioles' chances. <laughs> JC from KC said only a horse guy would say that. Man, he's the last got the six outs. Today. The last six outs for the Orioles in every game. I believe will be a, a roller coaster ride. Yeah. It's going to be hard for them to close games out. In particular, if it's like a three to two baseball game, you know, handing the ball to somebody who's really unproven coming out of the pen. I mean, they don't have their all star closer, which really stinks. 
I I got MLB Network on the TV over there. Right. <laughs> Seeing Maddie's on there right now. It's awesome. It's so cool. That's nice. Went from here to over there. It's great. Oh, it's so good. So 26 of the 30 Major League Baseball teams this year posted attendance increases. Only Dodgers, St. Louis, Washington, and, and the White Sox declined. The Dodgers is a bit misleading. Nope, you froze. I felt you going. I felt it. You were like getting slow, drag, boom, snap your fingers. Should be good. We should be back. Are you back? You're back. There okay. you are. So oh, the Dodgers numbers. Wow, everything just cleared up. That was great. I don't know what that was. Good. The Dodgers a bit misleading because they led Major League Baseball in overall attendance. So they were down. But what is their number? Do you have their attendance number? 3.84 million. The A's drew 832,000. Same Dodgers, game, same league. Same league. Not the same. same I mean, it's Major League Baseball. How same is that state. possible? 3.84 million versus eight. And by the way, uh, technically San Francisco, uh, if you look at the full metro area, it's actually a bigger population base to draw from than LA. Two teams, though. There's two teams in that region versus two teams, but who goes to Angels games? Nothing makes sense about that. So, I mean... I think it's interesting because this is a big thing for baseball because of the rule changes. God bless you. Excuse me. Sorry. I was trying to shut my microphone off. That's right. Um, I missed. Um, <laughs> I pressed the I pressed. I missed. I missed the button. I, missed the button. Um, I think it's interesting if you like baseball made a lot of changes this year. Okay. They added, they subtracted. They wanted to pull things away. They wanted a faster game and they got a faster game yeah. by getting it by getting a faster game. Attendance went up. Mission accomplished, right? Ask the kids. The kids love it. So baseball's think, coming back. That's a big deal. I mean, that's, we give Rob Manfred a lot of crap. Ghost runner still is the worst rule in, in, in sports. I love it. But, oh, you, you love it so much. Why don't we have it today? It's the playoffs, well, Matthew. Well, well, we we know that. It's a such a wonderful thing. Why isn't it happening today? Because we don't have shootouts in hockey for the same reason. And it's stupid then too. You, no, you it's play not. you play 162 games. You play 82 games. And when we get to the most important games of the year, you get into the tournament. We're like, ah, fuck it. Different rules. Yeah, we're playing. The it's game ridiculous. Now. It doesn't it makes matter no how sense. long. We can't decide. We can't it's so dumb. It's so dumb. A, hey, because whoa, whoa, what we can't, what can't we do? We, we can't, can't decide, decide a, game? a playoff game on a ghost runner. Just like we can't decide an NHL game on a shootout. shootout. So why are, are we doing nuts? this? Why aren't we, why are we allowing any game to be determined by these stupid rules? This makes no sense. For injury purposes. Oh, injury we purposes. And the game. God, attendance went up because you don't have to yeah. be in a ballpark in yeah. the 15th inning. That's not why attendance went up. Ghost Runner was existing attendance before this. No, the pitch clock's why the game went down and was faster. The, the, the shift was why the game was faster. The base is being bigger while the game was faster. What do you think the longest game was this year? I don't really know. I think it was like, what, 13 innings? That was the longest game all year was 13 innings? I wow! Don't game going to the 14th or 15th inning. How about that? There had to have been a game in the 15th inning. There's got to be. Somebody 30 teams times 130 teams times 162 games. The Ghost hell number is that? Ends the game. That's what the purpose of the rule is. No, I'd Ghost be runner. shocked if there was a fifth. I don't think there was a 15 inning game. The Ghost Runner should be should exist after the 12th inning. 
after each team has had a full complement of batters up at the plate. Then put it out there. That's that's when you if you have if you have nine outs, if you can't win the game in nine outs, now we're going to artificially end it. But you get nine outs. Each of you get nine outs to go ahead and figure out whether you can get there or not. That's when I would put it into play. Burn through pitchers that way, though, too. Pitching isn't. Eh. I don't know. Burn through pitchers that way. I don't buy any of that. But so anyways, the A's are coming to Vegas in November. It'll become official right before the winter meetings. And they drew 832,000 ticket sales, not fans in the ballpark, ticket sales. That's not turnstile. That's ticket sales. How many did the aviators draw? It's an awesome question. I wonder if I can pull, if I, if I can pull that up. I, I I would guess, I mean, if they averaged 10,000 a game, it was close. It was 80 games. Year by year attendance. For the Las Vegas in 2023. Wow, they drew five, 506,000. Okay. They grew, they averaged 6,800 per game. Down in a, from in a place where 100 to 110 all summer. Yeah. Uh, the eighth, and remember, they play far fewer games. I mean that that average attendance of six thousand eight hundred. That's more than what the A's drew. Because remember, you play a shorter season. There's less games in AAA. They stop playing on September two weeks 1st. before. I think yeah, two weeks before. They also start later. No, start- uh, they start right around the same time. It's 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 the first week of April. Don't they play one hundred and forty games? I think I think it's a hundred and. Is it 140? That's a good question, too. I don't know. Number of AAA games per year. Let's see. They play. <laughs> um, Cubs, Diamondbacks went 13 innings. Twins versus 150 Rangers. games. Double okay. A plays. Double A plays 138. Single A plays 132. Oh, Zach the Hat. Hello, sir. Welcome to the chat. So that's six uh, less games they played. 14 innings was the longest game. Cubs. How about with that? 14 innings. That's incredible. 14. That's it. But like, I mean, this is when you talk about numbers. The open A's. CBW said Matt, 832,000 divided by 81 home games is 10,200. Paid. That's the average right there. He did the math. 10,200. Last in the Major League Baseball, but more than they, – they had seven. Who was next? They had 787,000 last year. Last year. So their, their number went up. Their number went up, yeah. They they drew more than last year. So who, who was next? Like how big of a gap is it from Oakland to the next team? That's what we need to know. Um, I'm going to pull up the list. But that's going to be the measuring stick. I mean, it's just throw out the bottom and you throw out the top. You throw at the bottom, you throw at the top. Yeah, um, so they're, going to, they're going to measure Vegas by. Well, they came in the middle of 27,000. That's what they thought that they well, would do. Of course, but the bot, the second to last, who was, who was next? 
please tell me it was, I'm going to guess, like Kansas City. Well, this is from Front Office of Sports Daily Newsletters, what they sent out. And what they said was, after predicting a full season lift of 6 to 8%, the league ended the regular season with a total attendance of 70.75 million. That's a 9.6% increase. The total in MLB's largest since 2017 and the first above 70 million since that same year. Hmm. The key factor in this attendance bump was a trio of new on-field rules that introduced a new pitch clock, larger bases, and a ban on extreme defensive shifts aimed at eliminating dead time within games and creating a crisper, more action-filled product, more relevant to younger fans. Those changes helped to generate a massive 24-minute reduction in average time for games to just two hours and 40 minutes, the lowest since in Major League Baseball since 1985. Wasn't what? personal, JC from KC. I was just trying to think of a market that had a bad team and didn't draw fans. <laughs> Kansas City. He just uh, said, God damn it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Miami. Also, Miami. Also Miami. contributing. No. Nope. CBW said Miami was second with 1.1 million. One, wow. Said so also contributing was an influx of newly competitive teams with Arizona, Baltimore, Miami, Minnesota, and Texas all returning to the postseason after multi-year absences. Each of those teams were up by double digit percentages in attendance. So the, that's not Miami's fault. The Los Angeles Dodgers led the league in attendance for the 10th consecutive year with a total of 3.84 million. The A's ranked last and are now preparing for a formal league vote next month on their Las Vegas relocation bid. 17 clubs reached 2.5 million in attendance, matching a league record, while 11 separate separate weekends reached 1.5 million, a figure more than twice the combined total of five such weekends in 2018 and 19 in 21 and 22. Overall, 26 of MLB's 30 teams posted attendance increases in 2023. The mm -hmm. Dodgers recorded a marginal decline as well as uh, on that perennial league leading total and St. Louis, Washington, and the White Sox each posted disappointing campaigns on the field. Winning, people go. Correct. It's still a tried and true method. When you win, <laughs> people, people will come. If you build you know, it slash win. He said, yeah, he said, <laughs> he said, Ray, people will come, Ray. People will most definitely come. They will come when you win. Which, Oakland, by the way, if you haven't watched the, the, the video that, that was posted – on oh, how I, good was that? Oh. A six, it's a six-minute sizzle reel of baseball movies. <laughs> so if you don't cry at least once, you don't oh. love baseball. Oh, it's so it's good. I watched it three times last night and I was like, oh my God, it's on Dave's Twitter account and my Twitter account. You guys can go oh. and find it. It is moving. If you love baseball, it's a six-minute joy ride of emotion. It's so good. It is the, absolutely amazing. And the guy that did it apparently. Underneath the original tweet is the the link to the video on YouTube. It's actually three minutes longer. Oh, and they cut it for Twitter. Put it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, haven't watched it yet, but I have it to do this afternoon. Um, Oakland eight hundred thirty two thousand. Miami one million one point one six two million. Okay. And then KC one point three. We're the bottom three. So, so I mean that number is really bad for Oakland. I mean that's it's that's, horrific. It's, but it's, the the Royals believe that they if they get this new ballpark built, they believe that they can double that number. Wow, they believe they can. It, it's just like Tampa Bay. It's the same conversation where Kauffman Stadium is. It's outside the city limits. It's you know it's not the nicest of parks. It's old. 
They want to build a whole shopping complex. You know, they, they want out. They want to leave that whole area to Arrowhead and let the Chiefs have that area. And they want to move downtown, which they think will be better. It's hard having the the baseball where there's the most games out away from everything. Fair. Right. Like it's the best gonna, city in America is Philadelphia for this. They have the best complex. They have the best, easiest, accessible inside the city limits, but far enough away that you don't get crushed with traffic. They have a direct train right to both. They have things to do in the inside the complex with Comcast Live and all these other things going on inside of the area. And you have the bank and the link right there. Seattle's exactly the same way. I've never yeah, about, okay, I haven't seen it yet. Is there public? Awesome. There's public transportation to the park. Perfect. Wow, that's great. It's perfect. You don't have to. It's. I mean, it is great. I was so impressed because the time I went before, we stayed right down by the ballpark, so we just walked over. Mm-hmm. But this time, we stayed just a couple miles away, and we took the train. <laughs> it was. It was perfect. Wow. Uh, yeah, or the subway. I don't know what they call it in Seattle, so but above ground or underground. It's gonna be uh, underground in Seattle, right? Can't be underground in Seattle. No, we took an underground thing. Wow, it goes under. It's a subway. Yeah, it was and not great. a trolley. No, what? they had both. They had both. Okay, they had both. Like in Pittsburgh, it's just above. Like, see, in San Fran, it's just above. It's just yeah. a trolley. There's nothing. Right. Nothing goes underground in San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. So I think Seattle would be able to go underground, but that's cool. That's that's neat. Yeah, it was, I have it never was been awesome. up there. I, I got to get up there. So that's cool. All right. Baseball starting here in a little bit. You got to get yep. your bets in if you're going to do that. Yep. Uh, what happened last night? Let's get the football. The Giants get absolutely worked by the Seahawks. I mean, what? speaking of Seattle, holy crap. What was the- Are they the worst team in football? They're in the race. That was. Listen, did you feel bad for Daniel Jones at any point? I did. He's making 40 million. I'm good. He was running for his life every single play. I'm good. The Daniel Jones face is now a thing. Man. Staring off into, oh my God, what's happening face. <laughs> I love it. It's it's perfect. That's now absolutely a meme. It's absolutely a thing I'm going to use whenever people whenever says something. If somebody says something I don't get, like that Daniel Jones face is now what I'm using. Oh, he was just sitting there like, man, I don't even want, he kept going out there. At some point I figured, gonna pull them but they didn't they kept him in a long time he got hit a lot that pick six was unbelievable like what was he looking at brian dabble was just like what are you looking at how do you throw that football witherspoon's like thank you yeah the love kid number 20 i was so damn impressed with him former giant he was making sure his guy scored Hustle yeah. his ass off. I was like, man, if I'm a yeah. football coach, I'm showing that every time. Go make a play for your teammate to make sure the team wins. Right. It's winning football. Seattle is playing winning football. They have 15 rookies. That's winning football. Oh, Otto said Pittsburgh has underground and below. I didn't know that. Sorry. Well, uh, Pittsburgh. I mean, any East Coast city should have underground. I didn't know. If you have subway. I mean, through tunnels, but I didn't think That's there was underground. Yeah. underground. Well, it's technically on the ground into a tunnel. Um, all that being said, Miami is hosting the Giants. The line before the game yesterday was nine, nine and a half. And then they play the Bills. The Giants do. Uh-huh. In prime time. The next two games are Dolphins, Bills. Smalls is done. <laughs> yep. We may out. never see Smalls yeah. again. I want Smalls to come back, but like, 
I mean, our teams were bad. That was different level last night. That was not competitive. That was because they've lost 40 to nothing and 24 to three at home. They haven't scored a home touchdown yet. (laughs) It's unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable to watch the Giants. What were you you doing with the tweet? I saw what you were doing. With what? You called every team in New York. Did you say suck? And then you, and then you put the Rangers mid. Is that what you did? That's not it. This is it. Oh, that's it. Yeah. What does that say? Just for the Giants. people at home that may be watching. The Jets suck. The Giants suck. The Yankees suck. The Mets suck. The Knicks are mid. Nets suck. Rangers are mid. Islanders are mid. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> How fun is this? They all suck. There's not a single team in New York City that's any good. They all I mean, even the Rangers and Islanders, I'm stretching to say Rangers and Islanders. I mean, someone came at me and was like, the Knicks are good. I was like, really? How come if you take the top six teams odds wise to win the Eastern Conference, the team you don't find is the New York Knicks. They're longer than 16 to one to win the East. Fuck the the finals just to win the East. Knicks are horrible comparatively. They got no shot. Someone actually was like, the Celtics will choke. They were in the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't care if they choke or not. They don't suck. Like, bottom line. I mean, the Bruins, they choked. They do not suck, okay? There's nothing. You can say all you want about their ability to win championships, but they're competitive. They're good teams. You're talking about them. The the Jets and the the Giants are awful. They they lost 23 to 20, and people thought, the Jet fans thought they actually won the Super Bowl. Like, oh, we were close. We didn't lose by a hundred. Like, Mike, talk about moral victories with the Jet fans. It's unbelievable. Their bar is so low right now. It's awesome. Mets and the Yankees, they know they're both going to suck. They know they're not going to be good next year. They both know that's going to be rinse and repeat. And we're going into Knicks season where they already know they're not, they have no shot. It's already over. Basketball season's already over in New York. What's there to talk about? Bing bong. What? You know, win 45 games and be and be bounced in the first round. Congratulations. That's awesome. If you make the playoffs, Nets sure as fuck aren't making the playoffs. Uh, so then what are you doing? The Rangers are a nice little fun story with a good goaltender who can't play. You know, he's the only reason why they're in games. Right. And if you tell me the Devils are good, get a damn map out, please. Okay. Like, well, Jersey. they play just, they play just over. The, they are from New Jersey. New Jersey. It's in the name. New Jersey's New Jersey Devils. So it's not in New York City anything. It's not. Well, the Jets and the Giants play in the Meadowlands. I don't care. They represent the name. Them. It's in the name. It's who they New represent. Jersey Devils. <laughs> Someone's like, New you know, York a lot of Giants. people in New York like the Devils. I don't care. Okay. Those people are from New Jersey who probably live in Manhattan and don't want to root for the Rangers. It's probably what that is. The whole city, <laughs> the entire. Is anyone in Connecticut that roots for the Devils? Of course. Yes. Hundred percent. Just like they root for the Yankees and the Knicks and the and all the New York teams because they don't know what to do. They're confused. So this is going to be awesome to watch. How bad this gets for New York City. This is the number one media market. This is the most arrogant city oh. in America who oh, thinks boy. they invented sports and championships. Yep. City of champions who literally are praying just to get into the playoffs for their teams. It's praying. I didn't even see that in the rundown. That was outstanding. 
It's I love it. It's so good. It's I absolutely completely love how bad. New York. <laughs> Seriously, answer this question. Is there a pro team in New York City that you would call good? No. Right? <laughs> There's not a single team. No. You call good. You say they're okay. Let me think. You know, let, they, let they me think. Wait. Possibilities. Let me, let me think. Um, no. Jets, Giants. No. Mets, Nick, I know Mets, the teams. No. Jenkins. No. No. <laughs> There's not anybody there. I mean, the Rangers, maybe. The Rangers got the best. Maybe. But you, listen, if you're in New York or you watch the show again, you know, thank you for watching the show. One, two, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Tell someone we're almost at 5,000 followers on yeah. the Twitter sp- uh, handle cool. at uh, at Boston versus the book. But on the YouTube channel, subscribers are growing every day. If you're in the New York area. Or New Jersey, because New York City area, because Buffalo people get all up in. The, well, in the, yep, not upstate. We got CBW up in upstate yeah, New York. I got you. I, I got you upstate. I'm, I'm, you I'm should, not talking about you. You should become hockey fans and root for the Rangers. That's what you should do right now no because problem. you'll have a fun season. You'll probably lose in the first or second round of the playoffs, but you'll at least have hope. Right. Because right. there's no hope. No more. Not in for football. None of your teams. Not in the NFL. No more. Season's over for, 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 for both Done. And look, what's good for the goose, I'll give it to you. The Patriots should tank. Matthew Judon is going to be done for the year. Oh, Christian no. Gonzalez, outstanding rookie cornerback. Labrum tear out indefinitely. Oh, no. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's time. In the years, the Patriots season's over. That's it. R- wrap it up. Put it away. Talk to me next year. This is about the future now, and my all all this year is now for me is finding out whether whether or not Mac Jones should be the quarterback next year. It's liberating in some ways because I know the team's dead. So now it's just about now it's basically every game is exhibition games and whether or not I want to bet against the Patriots or not for the rest of the year. I'm not firing Bill. People were talking about firing Belichick. I'm yeah, not. Firing, I'm not firing him. Okay. I, I think Bill leaves when Bill wants to leave. He's 17 wins away from Don Shula. That's what he's pushing for. Okay. Once he becomes the all-time most winningest coach in NFL history, he'll step away. It's just about getting him to 17 now. Just finding how fast you can get him to 17, and it's probably sometime in the 2025 season. To be quite honest, it's not next year. Probably not. No, they're probably an eight. I mean, nine they're going to go team. under to six and a half now, right? Maybe potentially. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, their schedule does have some winnable football games. And I do think that they aren't, you know, it's not a train wreck season like the Jets and the Giants, but I, I, I think it's a, <laughs> it's a chance to potentially win, you know, go seven and 10. Oh man. You know, just finish above the Jets. You'll get another win against the Jets later in the year. You'll, you know, you got some teams that are bad that you're going to face. Belichick will still be able to coach up guys, you know, defensively up against rookie quarterbacks when they'll face those. So Gorov said uh, he'll play taps for the Pats and the Raiders. Um, Joel Onler just came in and chat said, Matt, you don't have to tank. They suck anyway. No, see, I disagree with that. They suck. Like they're not, you want to be awful. They're not awful. They've got talent. I mean, Judon and Gonzalez were the two best players on defense, so that's pick them against the Saints this week. They're going to beat the Saints this week, maybe because the Saints have their own problems. I mean, the Saints oh. the Saints are a mess as well. So that's what I mean. There's games at home they can win. What the hell's the total in that game? It should be thirty six. I think fair. What the hell is the total? Forty. Oh. So I mean, I'm just saying, the- I I would I would play I would tank for a quarterback. I would definitely. 
I need to see what Mac Jones looks like for, for the rest of the year. But I, I've been a pretty big Mac Jones apologist, but now being under Bill O'Brien's wing, I, there's not much, I mean that the, the game he just played against the Cowboys, that's it. Like that's a good defense. It's a ball hawking defense. It's on the road. Show me what you got. And he puked all over himself. Really bad turnovers. That's going to be another, that's another good defense. The Saints, this is not good. Saints are good. That's true. Saints have won in Foxborough. Two years ago, they went up there and won against Mac Jones, making him throw. I think they had a pick six. And yeah, I mean, the run game. That's the only way that game's going over. If there's a special teams or a defensive touchdown. The run game for the Patriots, the run game for the Patriots, the offensive line is something that people aren't talking about a whole lot with the Patriots, but they've had four different offensive line starting groups in four games. And that's really bad because they have to run the football because Mac Jones is great with play action. But if the team has no, if the defense has no respect for the running game and they don't, I mean, it's Ezekiel Elliott and Ramondre Or the game script dictates that they're not running the ball anymore. Well, even still, even, even like the first quarter, like, like look when all those turnovers took place against the Cowboys, the fumble early, the pick six, it was all first half situations. That was just, it wasn't even like crunch time turnovers. That's just the Patriots can't run the football. So would Caleb go there? They weren't on his list. It was not on his list. We'll do that later in the week. I'm, I'm holding that story until Wednesday or Thursday because we're okay. heavy college football. But that Caleb Williams story is awesome about his. <laughs> I told you, he even admitted it. I mean, he can make more money at USC staying for one year at USC as a senior than he will as a rookie quarterback in the NFL. I don't believe that. I do. I, I, I 100% believe it. Should Jonathan Taylor play this week? He was put on the pup list. He wants to be traded. He doesn't want to play for the Colts. But they're two and two, and now they may run him out there. They may play him. Does he want to play? He may not have a choice. If he chooses not to play, it's a different story. They put him on the pup list. He's off the pup list. He's practicing. He's active. Now it's him refusing. Now you talk about getting suspended, losing pay. It's a different story now. They tried to trade. Their asking price was too high for him. They've run out of options, both sides. He's going to have to play. I mean, if he don't want to play, I wouldn't play him. Like, I mean, dress him. I get if you have to dress him or just put him on the inactives. No, you could if you want to, or you could force his hand and make him play and see what he does. Make him play. Yes, you're paying him. Make somebody play running back in the NFL. Go in there and run your heart out. Or what? Like, what? Wait, if he stands there, it's insubordination. You can go ahead and rip the contract up. There's all sorts of legal things you can do if he just doesn't decide to play, fakes an injury, whatever it might be. I don't know how that works. He's practicing. So, I mean, I don't know. I, if I'm the Colts, I play him. He's your best player. <laughs> Legitimately, whether you want to be here or not, you're playing until we can find a solution for this. Well, he's playing for the game check, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. If he wants it, he may not <sighs> need it. You know, and you don't go, if you're going to play, you're going to try. I mean, right. So you don't have to worry about that. I just want to make sure he wants to play. You know, I'm going to just say, look, do you want to do this? If you want to do this, you're in. If you don't want to do this, then don't worry about it. I mean, they're you know, two and two it. without him. I know, but they got a shot to win the division. I mean, it's a big game. It's the, it's Colts. It's Colts Titans. This is a big game. Uh, what is the Texas? The Texans look, one. the Texans look good. The Texans oh, just killed back. the Bengals. It's coming back. 
you know, the ones are becoming picks. Right. Tennessee will, be, Tennessee will be favored by tomorrow. What if he plays? What if or Taylor plays? Thursday. Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, you called this. You said, get ready for the headlines. <laughs> Wait a second. What is this? <laughs> oh, my God. Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs are seeing major betting action thanks to Taylor Swift. You literally said on Monday, I'm fine with this as long as we don't hear the gambling stories about people betting on the Chiefs due to Taylor Swift. There's your headline in the USA Today. (laughs) What are we doing? I can't believe it. It's only Tuesday. They are seeing headlines (laughs) that Taylor Swift is causing handle on the Chiefs to go up. Yeah. I, 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 I don't even know what to say. Like, it just, it's just, I knew it was coming. You predicted it. You're like, I knew it was coming. As long as we don't see about people betting on Taylor Swift because of the Chiefs and because of this relationship, I'm good. And then on Tuesday, USA Today, boom. <laughs> There's your headline. Did the person that wrote that research it? Yes. They have quotes. Just fed it to them. They got quotes. They got quotes from books. Oh. <laughs> Tipico is, is quoted all over this story. US really? They have an exclusive. Yeah. How much did betters take put on Travis Kelsey? A lot. Enough to make a sportsbook cry tears of joy, perhaps. According to the latest data points from Tipico Sportsbook, there was a 27% increase in overall bets from week three to week four on the Chiefs. The Chiefs also saw a 25% increase on total money line in spread bets, spread bets from the week before. Wow. That's just the Chiefs. Kelsey was the real draw. The seven-time Pro Bowler saw an uptick of 115% over twice as many player prop bets placed <laughs> upon him between this week and last week. He also saw an, a 122% increase in Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown bets. Now, that's all well and good, but couldn't that just be a coincidence? Maybe. I mean, the Jets had given up three touchdowns to tight ends over the previous two weeks, and even allowed one against the Chiefs, although it was Noah Gray, not Kelsey. However, an increase in bets of this magnitude is almost impossible to replicate under any circumstances. Clearly, there was other forces at play. Outside of the Chiefs, I guess they took they went from like taking like eight bets on it to sixteen. <laughs> like the percentage is great. You doubled the amount of bets, so they went from, you know, enough to count on two hands to double that. That's fine. <laughs> Did these wagers pay off? Most of them know the two most popular player prop bets on DraftKings on Monday night, Kelsey's anytime touchdown score and Kelsey long reception of over 22 yards. The latter bet was boosted uh, by DraftKings in a promotion in honor of Taylor Swift's t- 2012 song 22. Neither of those bets hit though. Kelsey put up an uncharacteristically mediocre night in New York, catching the ball just six times for 60 yards and no touchdowns and along of 16 as the entire chiefs offense really struggled to get yeah. going throughout the entire game. Well, I mean, they're coming. <laughs> they're coming for the chiefs fans are going to, they're, they're coming. They're going to blame her. Now you're <laughs> they losing already money. Are. Now you're they're losing already. money. If the chiefs lose a game, <laughs> They're going to blame Taylor. He has no a bad debate. game, drops a pass or something. A hundred percent. It's coming. It's, it's uh, there's no debate in my mind. They're going to blame her. And and here's the funny thing. Now we're getting in these conversations about like, you know, everyone's getting ready to blame Taylor. Why aren't we going to blame Kelsey? Like it should be Travis's fault. Not, you know, Travis playing poorly is not Taylor's fault is that Travis can't handle the attention of what he got himself into. He bit off more than he can chew type of stuff. <sighs> 
Chief fans are awesome. They, they're 100% saying he's mentally drained. He's distracted. The team is sick and tired of the attention. Blah, blah, blah. It's great. <laughs> Yoko Ono is the new nickname for Taylor Swift. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Kendall's they, upset. She said she broke girl code. Taylor's so annoying for that. She's so fake. Wow. She broke girl code. What was the girl code that Taylor what broke? The girl code is. What did she do? What's the t- what's the girl code? I don't know. She went to her boyfriend's game. What's wrong with that? That's I, girl code. I I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know what the code that she broke. Uh, so Thursday night, we're getting Chicago at Washington. You're watching that. I mean, what is this? You're Chicago. watching that. I Chicago. am watching baseball. There's prime no, time. I am not watching. I have could this. Here's a question. Text. Could this game? Could Thursday night football beat be beaten by a playoff baseball game? There is that possible? To be game threes for so, Thursday, correct? Yeah, right. But say so, what? Say it's one game three. Say what? What happens? Like one of these series, only one game three would be up against this game: football versus baseball, playoff baseball against this garbage. <laughs> because one's on Amazon Prime, the other's on multiple different cable networks, and people may not put on their Amazon Prime. I can guarantee you that I am not, unless the game is rained out. Listen, there's, <laughs> you know who's playing Thursday college football? It's bad, isn't it? <laughs> Sam Houston State is playing Liberty. Yeah, bad. And Western Kentucky is playing Louisiana Tech. Yeah, because next week we get Maction starting next week. We got two games on Wednesday this week. Jacksonville State, Middle Tennessee, no. and Florida International, New Mexico yeah. State. Maction starts, starts next week. Yeah. I'm not betting college football tomorrow. The, the, those games have no, I have no interest in those games tomorrow. I have no interest in Chicago, Washington, other than seeing the train wreck that it is. <sighs> I, if there's a baseball game on, I will be watching the baseball. Big game. move on the Commanders. What? Are, what is it now? It was six, it was it was four and a half. Now it's six and a half. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not going past seven. Yeah, six and a half. Mm-hmm. Totals 44 and a half. See, I don't know who uh, who had four or four and a half, but like Circa opened at six, went to six and a half, touched seven, right back to six and a half. So, I mean, that's a that's a take the dog. No, that's a take you, the bears. You want the bears? Really? I don't want to lay seven or six yeah, and a half. Four and a half, Washington. four and a half open. I mean, according to. No way. Four and a half open, bet to six and a half is what I'm looking at. Opened at four and a half, 42 and a half, was, has been bet to six and a half, 44 and a half. Yeah, no way. No way. I don't want, that's, it's bears. You want the bears? Plus Holy. points. That's, that's a lot of points. It is. Yes. Ugly. That's, Ugly yeah, that's a game. We got to do something with the primetime games. I mean, we're going to get the best primetime game of the past couple of years on Sunday night. Dallas, San Francisco is tremendous. It is tremendous. That's a playoff game. Three and a half is the spread. It's a war. Totals high enough, but not too high. Forty-five. Right. It's that's perfect. Like, you want to talk about excited for a Sunday night game? We might have to do. We could do. Oh no, I don't want to even tease that we'll do a stream for that. But we could do a stream for that one. That would be fun. It's a good game. Uh okay. So numbers have come out. This is just placed bets from books on Sunday, week four of the NFL. 
So there were Kentucky launched on Thursday. So this bounce, there were 761,000 bets placed on apps during work four did during week four of the NFL sports betting app downloads. downloads. What the hell does that mean? So new people went ahead and grabbed a hold of downloading these opened apps. up an account. Yes. Well, oh, no, wow. no, no, just downloaded the app, not open up the accounts. Just went ahead and got their, got the app on their phone. What they did with it. We don't know. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. The they place. We don't know, but this is, this is, I phrased that wrong. Sorry. It's sports betting application downloads, not bets, downloads during week four. DraftKings, FanDuel, and then the drop is dramatic. Holy caca. Now, BetMGM was there, but then Bet365, which is going live at different places, Kentucky being one of them. Caesars, then Fanatics. If you're not in the first four, what are you even there for? Correct. It's tough. There were 669,000 during week three. Then Kentucky launched. Now now there's 761,000 sports betting app downloads. I mean, Bally bet with 1,000, Bet Rivers 13,000, Barstool 18,000, although that's going away and and flipping the ESPN bet. Fanatics, I mean, it's, it just, I'm putting this up because I think it's a fascinating look at still DraftKings and FanDuel, but DraftKings is doing some work here. In certain states, DraftKings is either catching or passing FanDuel. I thought FanDuel had a lead that was never going to be matched. I thought it was always going to be one and two. DraftKings may have something to say here about who's going to be the number one sports book in America. Oh, they're going to, it's, it's McDonald's and Burger King. It's right. It's going back and forth. Yeah. They're going to, it's those two and everybody else. Mm-hmm. Even number three is going to be a, a distant, distant. third. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. That's good. That's that's I mean, you can tell, you know, if I'm one of the other ones, I'm mm-hmm. like, listen, we either got to be really good at what we do, or we got to pack up shop. It ain't enough. It might be enough in big states. It ain't enough in a state with six million people. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Unless you're getting them in and you're doing the work on the casino and all that other stuff. But even then. They, the brand is the, I mean, they are the two best apps. Yes or no? Yes. It's not even a debate. I mean, Caesar's new app is good. I, I'll, I'll say that. I mean, I, I like it a lot. I think it's really slick. It's not bad. It's the, the, the sometimes the menus aren't as like clear, like you got to find this, that, but the offerings are great. Like mm-hmm. I can't believe what we were operating on, on that. Now that I've used that for a month and a half or whatever it was when we got it turned over, I'm like, now I get it. Like people come here and try to use some of the antiquated apps and they're like, they get mad. What are you guys doing? This yeah, is, they get this mad. is not, I mean, these, you have no options available. Mm-hmm. People want options for this stuff. I get it. Why the book doesn't do it. They want menus. I, I've, I've said that for the longest time that people want options. They want menus. Even if you don't bet it, they want to be able to line shop and they want to be able to look around and say, okay, well, this book has it. Why don't you have it? And it's, you know, we don't, we're not interested. Go somewhere else. And that's fine. That's still right as operating a business. We got a but, lot of people in the chat right now. We just got another influx of people. Put the app you use the most. Oh, that would be very interesting. Put the app, you guys. This is this is a good question that we can take to our yeah, meetings right? and stuff. Yeah. Um, what do you I'm guys curious. use the most? 
which one do you use the and most? How about in, in in a sentence, why do you use it? Well, just which, put which one you use the most, and then okay. I think we can we can expand on that maybe tomorrow. Okay. I would love uh, to find out why, because is it convenience? Is it just it was the first one I signed up for? They had the best sign-up bonus. Like why? Uh, I think for a lot of people, it's just like if they had a FanDuel or DraftKings account, just slide over and bet sports. It was, right. already, it was already on your phone. You're already familiar with it. So you just switch on over. Huh. Oh, wow. Connor Witzke said best, bet rivers. Mm-hmm. On the East Coast, I bet there's a lot of people with bet rivers. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, that area. I use the app. I use it every day to, to do the pirate stuff. Right. Menus are deep. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on there. It's all automated. And um, you definitely would be in danger of probably being put in the buckets. But they're all like that now. Mm. I mean, you know, I told you, we talked to Edelstein. He's, he got limited at DraftKings after four bets. He didn't even win. <laughs> That's the crazy. The crazy thing about it is just what you bet, not if you won or not. Right. Hey, man, you four straight bets, you beat the closing number. That's it. You're out. What? <laughs> I was betting 25 bucks a game. What do you mean I'm out? Nah, man. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I look at the DraftKings in a FanDuel every day. Oh, yeah. Me too. That's, I, I look at the. I look day. at five books every single day. Minimum. Before I do the juice, I look at five I look at five books. You show the exception to the rule. People should do that. That mm-hmm. should be normal practice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw today. Between two different books, one price was three hundred to one, and the other price was four hundred and fifty to one. Like that's a gigantic. If you do twenty dollars to win six thousand, or twenty dollars to win eighty five hundred, or nine thousand, yeah, nine thousand. Six. That's a gigantic difference. Yeah, I do. FanDuel, DraftKings, and BetMGM, Superbook, and Circa are the five I look at. Occasionally, I'll go to Caesars. I'll go to Caesars. So right. occasionally, I'll go to six. But I'm always on five. There's always I always look at five. No matter what the bet is, I'm looking at. I'm always looking at five books, just trying to find the best price as to what I can bet and where I can bet it. Mm. Those those are the five that I'm looking at. The only ones the only ones I have to do the gymnastics for is DraftKings means I have to call somebody. It's more mm. difficult. Right. But the other four are here. So the other four, I can get prices and I can bet. So it's not that difficult to price shop. And uh, generally speaking, there's a lot of bet MGMs in there. I didn't, I didn't see that one coming, but there's okay. a, there was a lot of bet MGMs. I'd be said. curious to the juice guys. Because we, we, we were, we were pushing people to bet MGM for oh. the better part of Jeff three, was having a little issue in Illinois with people coming at him. Like, I'll sign up Which for the app, but what are you offering me? Benson. For oh, sure. Like in like in front of his face? Like well, they were asking questions on the Twitter and okay. then you of know, course. while he was there. Bonus whores are like, everywhere. The, of course. He, he They're conditioned now. That that's the danger. Dog. That's what's happened. Yep. Look at all the people who want refunds. People on Twitter are like, hey, are you re- are you refunding this by the way? Hey, you got hurt. Are you are, are you refunding all the Geno Smith stuff from last night? Yeah. So that saw that last night. Like, oh, Geno Smith passing props. You're refunding that, right? Like you've created this army of zombies who constantly just believe that they're not actually betting. 
It's oh, there's my insurance. It's it's like playing the insurance on a blackjack table without ever actually playing it. Hey, you oh. got 21. You got to pay me back. I that, that that's not fair. You can't get 21. No, 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 no. That's not right, right? I, I'm I'm good. You, I get my my bet back, right? The hell are you talking about? No, you don't. You got a chance to bet the insurance. You didn't take it. Yeah, but come on, you gave it to me last time. It, it's what's it's what the problem is. That's not good at all. No, it's it, but it's not good for anybody. It's, it's dumb, but the books like their customer service must get overrun by that, and they're like, oh, it's up to the people. Like I feel bad for the customer service people who are working oh. on the phones and whatnot, and being like, you got some guy half in the bag calling you up, going, you know, refund my bet now. Did it last time. Do it this time. <laughs> well, sir, it, last time it was that, that, that. Where was that guy from? That he just did drunk Ohio person. Oh, I was going to say, sound like, is it, is it, a, is, is that a Massachusetts guy or? Oh, it could be that, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Could, yeah. could be a townie, drunk townie, could going in and doing it. So that leads us to this conversation. This is crazy. So article that came out in the guardian that shut your TV off that we're getting trouble. You know, rebroadcast stuff. Uh, Guardian article, big expose into what Australia is dealing with right now. Gambling wise. We got guys over in Australia who are watching this. It's not the danger is not sports betting. Okay. So just be clear here. This is not a sports betting story, although sports betting is part of it. Okay. But if the goal is to get everyone to have a casino on their phone, if that's the whole reason why PAPS passed, it's why everyone's doing the applications, it's to get people to be a iCasino player. If there are kids as young as 10 years old playing these slot machines and getting addicted. For real money? For real money. There's kids who are losing $2,000. There's a story in there of a 10-year-old who lost $2,000. He bet all of his birthday money. Got 500 bucks, immediately went to the casino and bet it and lost it all. And by the time the parents came around and realized what was going on, that they had his debit card. All you need in Australia is a debit card and you can bet. You can gamble. You can bear, gamble on slot machines. At any age. Well, it's not, you're not supposed to be at any age, but the, what they're finding out is that there's no security. Oh, they're finding out that these kids are gambling Really, really young. Oh, that's terrible. They changed his name, but Steven was just 10 years old when he started gambling online, an addiction that had him by the age of 15, losing over $2,000 a year and grappling with embarrassment and despair. He remembers gambling away $500 in birthday money when he was 12 years old. I was late to school because I didn't want to leave my computer, he says. Now he's 24 living in Melbourne. He says the habit led him to drug use as well as mental health issues, and he's only just starting to recover from. He's 24. A Guardian Australia investigation has revealed an increasing number of young people entering adulthood with depression and anxiety alongside with debt and relationship breakdowns because of gambling in their youth. Data provided by Gambling Help Online revealed a 16% increase in the number of young people aged 24 and under contacting the help service in the 2022-23 fiscal year. Parents let that happen for five years? That's a good question to juice. Mm. How did they not know? It's a great question. With a youth age between 15 and 24 in Victoria accounting for about 600 of the 2,000 requesting help. Public health experts say this data represents just a fraction of the young people being harmed in Australia from either being from their own gambling or that of others. They have called for comprehensive bans on all form of marketing for gambling products and say that trusting the industries that self-regulate simply doesn't work. 
self-regulating that really doesn't work. Fair. It's, it's I mean, it, they want you to keep doing it. They're making money off of it. And they're not going to really, it's, I don't know if it takes a lot or just takes someone to say, look enough, you need to stop. But this one, I mean, is the, the, the 10-year-olds on the parents. Like, yeah, Australians lose about $25 billion a year in legal forms of gambling, according to Australian Institute of Health and Welfare, the largest per capita losses in the world because <laughs> guess Australians aren't, aren't good at gambling. Uh, children grow up with gambling enmeshed, enmeshed, enmeshed in, the, in the sports they play and watch. The online environment offers innovative ways for gambling to be marketed to them. One study of Victorian secondary school students found that almost a third of them had gambled in the last 30 days. That's crazy. Irresponsible for your kids. Like children. I mean, over the past decade, uh, Professor Samuel Thomas has spoken with thousands of young Australians and their parents about gambling. Children as young as eight find the content of gambling ads appealing and have high brand awareness and detailed recall of the content of those ads her research has found. Whose whose motivation is this article or, or, or motivation? I don't know if the, the Guardian Australia is who wrote it. I don't know if it's any motivation. It's it's a study about. I mean, it's like when when one of the gambling groups writes the articles about stuff. I mean, you think it's negatively it's, written? You think it's it's skewing towards the negative? Well, I think it's just somebody's got to take personal responsibility at ten years old. If you're you remember, was it last week or the week before when Maddie was on something on YouTube and you knew and you yeah. found out and you said something? Yep. Well, that was from you. You told me and I went to go, I went and searched the, I went and searched right. and found it. I didn't know. I had no right. idea that she had actually searched that, that, that any, I found one video, but I didn't know she had seen it. Right. Well, you, you told me, you tipped me off. And then I went and looked at it. I was like, oh my gosh, she has seen a video of this. Yeah. So, I mean, that's on the parent, like in the parent can claim they didn't know, like the kid's losing money. What are you doing gambling? You want to gamble? You gamble with me. Let's go. Sit down. I'm going to teach you how to play blackjack. Give me your money. Let's play. <coughs> they lose it. You go, okay, now you got no money. Was that fun? No. Okay. And you do it again until they want to, you know, you, you got to have to learn how to lose before you'd ever know how to win. For those people who are curious, Children use the credit cards of adults to gamble, according to the uh, the Queensland Regional Manager of Relationships Australia, Australia, Helen Poynton. And betting, because betting is such an integrated part of Australian culture, parents are also downloading gambling apps and signing up on their children's behalf to get around the age restriction. Oh. So parents are letting them. Parents are letting them bet. They're signing them up like like in Iowa State, <laughs> like the Iowa State story. What's well, a twenty year old? It's a little correct. No, 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 ten year old. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. I'm like, just saying that, that that's what that's, the average the average uh, age is. Uh, um, she recently approached a grandma by a grandmother asking for help as her thirteen and fourteen year old grandchildren had taken her credit card to use for online gambling, putting her in twelve thousand dollars in debt. Oh my. God, she didn't want to report her own grandchildren to the police, but she was trying to pay off the debt off her own pension income. Twelve dimes. Yep, that her grand, her thirteen and fourteen year old put her in. 
The study found the most that children found the most common gambling activity for 16 to 17 year olds was private betting with friends or family, but they also reported betting on sports games, horses, and dog racing. Despite proof of age being required for entry into gaming venues, about 9,000 teenagers who took part in the study reported having spent money on poker machines, casino table games, and Keno. <laughs> things aren't good in Australia. <laughs> things things aren't great. So it has to be. It, it's just like I'm telling you, I learned so much about life when I moved to Curacao because mm-hmm. everything went. It was a Dutch owned island. Still is. You could go get weed. You could go drink. You could go do whatever you wanted. There were women available places. They called it the ranch. Just go and pay and leave. It was there was so many things going on and gambling was all over in the island. And there's definitely people that have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. But I saw it for like not that it became normal earlier, but it, it became somewhat accepted. And it was on the parents to teach the kids the, the dangers. They're not doing anything down there like that. It sounds like it doesn't sound like hold the thought sports yep. grid and Sirius XM. Appreciate you guys being with us here. We're going to continue this conversation and more for the show. For you guys who are live on YouTube and who are live on Twitter, you guys are getting bonus. Time. I can't imagine losing like finding out on my credit card that the kid lost 12 times. I don't know what I would do. I'm getting aggro. I'm going to start choking thinking about it. Like, what? How? Did- so along the same lines, oh. Taylor Swift is getting heat in Australia because her tour in Australia, which will take place next summer, I believe, is being sponsored by a casino resort company. And anti-gaming people are coming out saying, wait a minute, the average age of your audience is what exactly? Swift what is, is coming it? back. Swift is coming back and saying, wait a minute, this is the the resort that's advertising, not the casino, but there is a monster casino in the resort. <laughs> so they're saying, wait a minute, you're getting people to want to, you're telling these young people to go, this is now the Taylor Swift, it's called Crown, I guess, it's this company, this resort, okay. the Crown Resort. Okay. And it's the Crown Resort is sponsoring her. I think she's doing three or four shows in Australia. It's Taylor Swift, Eras Tour, presented by Crown. Okay. And people who are anti-gaming in Australia are saying, look at this evidence, look at the problems. And now the biggest pop star in the world Uh, is coming here, pushing young people to go stay at this property that has gaming and casinos. Is that on her? No. I don't believe I don't believe it's on her, but it's just it's this is what Australia is. I I brought this up today because I think we have to in America pay attention to those who have had mistakes and made mistakes before us. We have to be aware that human beings, we have test cases there for us in Australia and in Europe for us to look at and say, all right, let's not wind up in the same spot that they're at. How do we get how do we avoid what happened there? And have those conversations now before the I casino becomes a reality across the entire country. Cause it's going to be at some point in the very near future, it's gonna, we're gonna get rid of the wire act or more and more states are gonna legalize I casino because they're gonna say, you got a sports book on your phone. What the hell's the difference? 
going ahead and open up the casino, even though we know the money difference is gigantic from a iCasino making money perspective versus a sports book. I've been reading about this stuff for years, like this, what's going on in England, what goes on in Australia, all of it. They, everybody's head's in the sand here. They're just talking, blah, 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 blah. I don't, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll throw the responsible gaming stuff on, you know, stuff. You know, if you have a problem, you can you can self-inclusion, self-exclusion yourself, you know, and that's it. It's like hands off. Like, well, we'll put it out there and say, they're, you know, it's on you. But in other places, they they did that at the beginning, and then it just kind of passed by, and it, it, it becomes a problem. But I don't think it's like this thing with Taylor. It's not on her at all. She's going over there doing the shows. And and they're selling a title sponsorship to whomever. It's like coming to Vegas if Taylor Swift has been sponsored by Bet by MGM here. But wait, there's a gaming component to it. Yeah, but they do a lot of other things. Like it's not just what they do; they want other things too. So that's it's just there's a lot going on in Australia. Coming back to the states, <laughs> an Iowa State tight end got his case dismissed because they didn't file the the court case in time. They forgot about it. <laughs> there were so many. Of these, it fell through the cracks. I guess in Iowa, you have 45 days to bring the case to trial. And they didn't do it. Oh. And so one kid walked. Other kids are having the same problems. Like, so it sounds like I, there's some. So he got to play? I don't know if he's going to play or not, but he's, his case got dismissed. Oh. So, I mean, I guess it's up to Iowa State whether Iowa State wants to play the kid or not. But <laughs> it is one of those situations where you're like, Oh, are they going to play him? I, I guess he could if they wanted to. Uh, Deshaun Han, uh, Hanukkah, the state waited too long to indict him. Wow. Attorneys asked for dismissal and the prosecutors agreed because Hanika had not been indicted within 45 days after he waived a preliminary trial as state law requires. That deadline wow. was the 24th of September. He was not indicted until the 28th of September. Story County prosecutors did not respond for a message from the AP seeking comment. Hanika was, was among the more than a dozen athletes who were charged in connection with a state investigation into illegal sports wagering at Iowa and Iowa state. Most were accused of underage gambling and registering accounts on mobile sports betting apps under a different name to disguise their identity. This one individual had made 288 bets on 70 Iowa state basketball games. He had pleaded not guilty. And stumbling rules call for a varying length of suspension up to permanent bans for athletes who violate its gambling policy. Hanika has not played this season, but remains on the roster for Iowa State. I'm just curious if the Hanika, I guess you say Hanika, Hanika, one of the two. Got to be responsible, man, for yourself and the people around you. Right. Got to get back to that just in general. I mean, but the gambling stuff is a microcosm for other stuff, right? I mean, it's not a problem until somebody in power says it's a problem. And they're like, oh, hold on. We got an issue here. Right. You know, and then it's like, okay, we'll change the rules or let's let's make it sure that it's a problem. Keep splashing all these ads all over everything. It does become normal. Keep splashing everything on the phones and all the push notifications. Yeah. Guy loses his money on his account, takes a break for a week two weeks, whatever gets a notification. Hey, we just threw some money in your account. Come back. It just, it's so tough. 
I, I somebody has got to put the brakes on inside and say, what are we doing? Let's let's slow this down. There's no one doing that. Just push it more, push it more, get market share, and let's get let's let's get everybody. Mm. Time for better to book. All right, three bets for you going. We talked about a bunch of them. over seven and a half Texas and Tampa betting it or booking it. Uh, got out of the top of the first, no runs. Okay, what's it now? What's the live? What's the live number? The live number six is. Let's see. Uh, I don't think. No, it might have moved. Hit refresh here. Looking at next week's or this week's football, I can't believe it. That's no, still seven and a half. Yeah, we'll see. It's pretty low, so I still think I got a shot. I, this is bet on the bullpen. So if you haven't bet this and you want to wait and let the number come down, I'm betting it because I think, I think the Rangers' bullpen is good for three runs minimum today to be given up. It's a good idea. It's probably going to be six and a half after this inning. Yeah, after go this, ahead. You know, this half inning. Bet the over. Uh, money line Marlins plus one thirty nine against Phillies today. This is definitely live. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say book it, mm-hmm. but this is definitely live. This is this is gonna be. Uh, you might be able to take both sides of this. If the Marlins score first, you could take the plus back, but you could you could bounce it back and forth. This this is gonna be a close baseball game. Under, yeah, I, like, I like I like yeah. I, do. I, I okay. I was gonna say I'll I'll give you a better book it under seven. Oh, nine. under yeah. In this game, absolutely. It's the Marlins. The Marlins are playing over games against the Phillies that they can't. Otherwise, I mean. They could. It's ten to one Phillies. Then, like, mm. <laughs> like, like they're getting annihilated. Mm. That's the only way the game's. If the game goes over, Philadelphia is scoring seven, eight runs themselves. That's uh, right. In my mind, that's how the game goes over. Okay. Uh, and then finally, Toronto money line, even money against. The I'll Twins. book this one too. Okay. Well, I think Minnesota wins this one and then loses tomorrow. That 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 one's going three. <laughs> so bet the whoever wins today, bet the bet against it tomorrow. Have they named the pitchers yet for that? No, I don't think so. No, that's what they do now in the postseason. Putting the lines up for this was such a nightmare in a book because you had a number and you're like, oh, yeah, they're starting Kikuchi tomorrow. Uh, nope, they're not. Oh, all right. Now what? Or because yeah, game one influences game two. Yes. So that's that's why. Uh, super chat questions to be answered. We got a bunch of them here today. Um, Dave's that. daily picks. The guests on this show are the guests this show gets are fucking outstanding. Thank you, Dave. We appreciate that. Thank Dave for the, for, for getting on Maddie. That was awesome. Uh, Tyler said, what's popping fellas curious. What exact is you guys have invested in so far for major league baseball? You've that's going to take a while. Is it not? <laughs> how many, how many did you have? No, I got, I, well, I bought the, um, the American league. I have, uh, twins. And Blue Jays versus everybody. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't know who's going to win that series. So I, I I was like, you know what? The prices were just ridiculous. I mean, they're 500 and 400 to one. And like, they were just absurd. I was like, I had no intentions of doing that. I really went there to get the race <laughs> and okay. to get the Phillies and to get um, um, some Brewers. But I panicked because the Brewers – Prices all changed because of the Woodruff news. Right. So I was like, whoa. Uh, I I didn't text the guys in the back, but um, I was like, oh, 
either somebody bet it they liked or they just moved it on their own. So I hesitated there. But like Philly stuff, um, Twins and Blue Jays both. You know, because I don't know who's going to win game one. I think the Rays win game one. Okay. So I got Rays stuff. And uh, Diamondbacks and Diamondbacks are playing who? The Brewers. Brewers, yeah. I got a couple Diamondbacks prices once because I, I couldn't resist the price. Okay. Diamondbacks against all the dogs. So Ooh. Twins and down. Twins, Rays, Rangers, Blue Jays. Jeez. They're all 300 to one or more. I say, my God, what are that number? must be just ridiculous. It was like when we bought the Giants tickets last year to win the Super Bowl. Remember that? Oh, yeah. It was 250 to one, 300 it was to one. fun. I was like, was great. yeah, here's $20. Give right. me that. Win 8,000. <laughs> Give me that to win. That one, one win over 10. I said, no, no, hold on, hold on. We got to get that. Give me that one for 15 or whatever. Right. So, yeah, we, we kept it small, but that was fun. Good that uh, rainmaker major league baseballs are here. Boys get got blue Jays, Brewers, Rays, uh, and the Phillies in round one, Ooh. Phillies, Brewers, NLCS, ALCS, Rays, Astros, world series, Astros, Phillies with the Phillies winning it. What are your thoughts on the Strohs and Philly at 30 to one? I like it. I got it. I got, it. I got the Philly. I got the Philly scenarios, Philly over Astros. He got 30. I got 45. So I think Philly's a team that can beat Atlanta. That's it. That's it. It's the only one. So God, I don't think Philly's got to beat the Marlins. What if the Marlins? Yes. That's I, I like that's the Marlins. That's why I got tickets. the Marlins tickets. Yeah, I like the Marlins tickets a because, lot. Because if they play Atlanta, I'm just gonna bet Atlanta in the series. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't explain that to the juice audience because they have no fucking idea any of this stuff. It's unbelievable. I've gone for three days of pulling my hair out with people who simply cannot understand the principle of doing that. They they cannot for the life of them figure out. I, I quoted you like three times last night on the podcast, going like, I, I am extremely thankful for the time I spend talking to you, but this is the last fucking time I'm doing a bet with the brewers because people simply don't understand the idea of hedging. Whoa. I, it's unbelievable really? because they start making like this is I, I felt like you talking to me three years ago and what you must have thought on the things that I would say, because they tried to make lines themselves for what these series were going to be. Oh, and I was like, you have to stop being like, please stop acting like you're a bookmaker. Like, please stop acting like, wow. you, know what, you know what these numbers are going to be. And you know what the line's going to be for the Dodgers and the Brewers, or you know what the line should be for the Dodgers and the Brewers, because it was in July. It was this in July. So it must be the same thing coming up now in October. And I just, my, I was, I can't tell you how many DMS I have right now from people who I just stopped answering. Cause I was like, I'm not talking you guys do not understand this, and I am done. I'm like, I, I am done with this because I will never try to do that again on the juice. I will only do it here. And we will talk about positions, taking positions, about how to do that in ways of hedging off of a put a flag down and then how to work off of it because it, it's too far. It's too big. That podcast audience does not understand that level. I got to stay where I'm, you know, stay in my you know, betting 101. Right. We can't go to the 400 level course yet because it causes them, their brains to melt. People don't get the idea of betting a game and actually having plus plus on both sides. They, they just, you have to be, you have to be predicting what's going to happen. It has to be, this is who wins versus 
I don't care who wins because I have plus plus on both sides. I'm going to make money regardless. If you're taking plus 110 on both sides, you bet $1,000, you win $100 no matter what. Not not with their math because you think I'm bad at math? Holy shit. Like, whoa. They, they couldn't figure out that if I have – uh, if I have plus 154 on the Diamondbacks uh-huh. to win the series, uh-huh. or I have 21 to one on the Brewers to win the World Series, that if the Diamondbacks win, I'm profitable. They couldn't figure that out. I would you lose, lose 100, but you I would lose win 154. And I'd win $54. So you win $54. Yeah. They you spent 200 to win $54. win $54. $54, but you don't lose anything. They, it just, it, I, I was like going down a rabbit hole last night going like, I was like, Lou was saying, for fuck's sake, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm absolutely, I can't explain this. I can't, you don't get this. I can't help you. Like, it's, it, this is, you should just, just bet your bets. Just bet your money line wagers, your 10 leg parlays yeah. and stop. Because I, I, I can't, I was so pissed off last night. Still pissed off, obviously. Um, Let's see. <laughs> Crunchy came in a couple of times. He says, Let's better, to book, it, better yeah. to book it, Dave. Set the yep. line. Yep. How many times a week do we hear about the Bruins and or Celtics before the season starts? Meanwhile, Peralt <laughs> ignores how bad the Patriots are. Wait a minute. <laughs> I just did. Crunchy, where were you? Were you late? I just, I, I just told you the Patriots should tank. We did a whole segment on the Patriots losing both Judon and Gonzalez. He's just, he's just, I know he's needling. I get it, but that's fun. But like, you can't needle it. If I, if I'm, if I'm with you and I agree with you, like what, like, what do we want here? Like, we are going to hear about, you should, be, you should be worried every about damn time. And then they win that game worry, in November. It's going to be worry, nauseous. You should worry about Oregon state a little bit here. Crunchy. You got to worry about your, what's going on here. Same time. Same time. Uh, just like how you gloss over how fucking bad the Steelers are becoming. Oh, listen, <laughs> Steelers are fucking bad. Crunch that this is <laughs> crunchy B. Um, I it's nighttime in Pittsburgh behind me. I'm not changing the background, but if I could, I would like it's it's they're done. That it sounds like it's blowing up. Like I'm a pony and Mac and all the guys we've had them on the show. All the yeah. local guys are like, oh, I don't remember, you know, a time where the Steeler fans turned on a whole city and a team and everything. Like, you know, it's, it's because not- of Mac Canada. It's because the team won't fire Matt Canada. That's why they're mad. They want him out. Tomlin won't do it. Well, he's sticking with his guy and going down with the ship. It's Ravens week. Like if they get embarrassed at home by the I mean, Lamar Lamar was on a mission last week. He was unbelievable. I watched the whole game. He was fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Two touchdowns rushing, two touchdowns passing. He was. Lamar was MVP caliber Lamar last week. And if he's going into that, that secondary is uh-oh. Well, they bet the they bet the Ravens yesterday they drive a number up. It's coming back down. It's three and a half. Uh by the way, we got through the first inning with no runs. There was a diving catch and left double play. It was just a good defense so far. So the game's total is down to. Make sure before I tell the people. Oh, that hit just made it go back to seven and a half. So, what hit? Wait. Oh, the hit in the in, in the baseball game. Yeah, Rangers okay. got a got a leadoff oh, hit. Nice. Uh, Crutchy said Matt's turning red. I love it. Yes, I tend to turn red when I get angry. Yeah, when he gets fired up, it's good. Favorite it's thing good. about today is what. 
Um, well, obviously, it's the baseball games. Maddie, that was fucking awesome. First version was great. It's all of it. Like we tried to get them last week, the preview weekend. I'm I'm glad we I'm glad we got them today. I'd rather get them today. Day the playoffs works out for a yeah. reason, right? We had them we had them scheduled for Friday, and then you know he had some things come up and um, couldn't do it. We were going to preview the weekend and who's going to make it, who's not, what positions, and all that. This was better. This was better. He comes on today from the green room. That was awesome. But the other, the other fun thing about today, the best thing about today is that I got up early, morning commute. If we had to go down to anywhere down by the strip or in the morning, like I tried to beat the. Well, you're brush. on 95. So you're the worst. It's the main artery. So it that's, was everybody it from was your no neck of the woods going down to the strip is bad. Yeah, it was bad. But once I got there, I was the only guy in the book today. It's oh, wow. When I went to the counter and the morning crew was there and then Kevin got there and our, our guy, Kevin from Baltimore, smiling from ear to ear, beyond excited. He had a ticket on them overseason wins and he had a ticket on them to win a division. So he was fired up and he's like, Dave, can you please talk about the Orioles today? I said, guys, of course. we're going to definitely talk about the Orioles. Matt Veskersion's on, and they're all like, from MLB Network? And I'm like, yeah, he's going to be on the show today. So make sure you're watching. They're like, how'd you get Veskersion? I said, I asked. I said, but you work it's them. great, yeah. you know? And, and so the excitement on their faces and just about baseball, it all started this morning down there as I was talking. And then, of course. you know, getting the tickets. I love October. I absolutely love October. Is this the best sports month? Of yes. The there's no debate. hundred percent. There's no, there's no debate. It is the best by a mile. March is fun. March doesn't have this though. Does not have this. No. October hockey starts next week. Basketball starts NBA by the end of the month. Mm-hmm. We got the best games of baseball all month. We got oh oh yeah, still football on every yeah, but October games. October games for college. You have Red River, you have Alabama, Alabama, Tennessee. You've got Penn State, Ohio State. Um, there's some really, I mean, there's some really good college football games in October. There's some really fun, fun this month in particular. This year, 2023 October will be the best month for sports by far. Rangers just scored. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Exactly. Nice job. <laughs> but yes, October, Seven baby. More. Seven and more. it was 61 when I went outside today. I, I was I had to wear the jacket. I was like, this is it's a little bit chilly. Like little what bit. happened? Immediately and the wind blowing my eyes. It's, it's, it's not a, it's only windy but by you. It's not windy down here. Oh, uh, it's, it's windy we, bit the house. We, man. we, we, we don't uh, have the wind up the, by us, but yeah. yeah. But October, baby. This is phenomenal. It. Thank you to Matt Vescursion for coming on. That was absolutely tremendous. It's really please pass along my my thanks to him when you talk to him later today oh, yeah. and, and tell him thank you for coming on because that was really, really cool to get him on right before the MLB playoffs start. Hopefully later on in the postseason we can grab a hold of him uh once again and put him on. 
hit the like button, subscribe button. We have a lot to get to tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, big college football weekend. We'll start breaking it down coming up here tomorrow. And who knows, maybe stopping by every day. We have a different idea of guests who we're trying to put on for you guys each and every single day. 11-ish Pacific time tomorrow. Dave, Matt, back for BVB coming up here on a Wednesday.